Hey, it's Ryan here. And less than one year ago, when I was just 30 years old, I met my biological father for the very first time. My birth father, Joel, he had no idea I existed at all. Could you imagine finding that out? As an adopted child myself, I never thought I'd ever meet or find my biological father, but, you know, he has to be out there somewhere. He has to exist. But from his point of view, he had no idea at all. And can you imagine what it would be like getting a message that sounds something like this? Yes, hello, Joel. I know you're an American man and I know you're currently living in London. But my name is Ryan and I live in Australia and I think you're my birth father? This week I saw a story about an Australian man named Ken Allen. And if I thought the story of Joel and I was unbelievable, this is just crazy, intense, insane, next level again. Ken Allen thought he was just a regular Aussie guy, a regular Aussie dad with four children. But, well, just have a listen to this opening line from Channel 7 Australia's flagship current affairs show. It's called Sunday Night. Have a listen. This 59-year-old has recently found out his life isn't quite so simple. He's also dad to 11 other kids that he never knew existed. Ken and his wife and his kids were just a typical, lovely Aussie family. And one day when Ken was working as a nurse in a hospital decades and decades ago, he came home with an idea. I really recognised the need for sperm donors um, and came home to Sue and said, look, we've got these beautiful kids you know, and, you know, there's so many couples that are there that my heart bleeds for. Ken truly appreciates the gift of life, doesn't he? I mean, he just sounds like such a generous man and I think he just wanted to pay it forward. And as an adopted person myself, you just can't help but feel so thankful for people like Ken because I know everyone's story is a little bit different and there's always different circumstances, but I, I always just remind myself how lucky I am <laughs> to have had the life I live in. It's people like Ken that you know, make things that sometimes aren't a possibility, a possibility. My parents were unable to conceive naturally and for Ken and his wife to agree to donate sperm, I mean, what absolute legends, you know. I work at a radio station in Perth, it's called Hit 92.9 and I host the Heidi Xavier and Ryan show and we love Ken's stories so much, we decided to give him a call. Hello, Ken. Yeah, how you going? Hey, thanks, Ken. mate. Are you with Heidi, Xavier, and Ryan? The three of us. Yeah, we're in Perth. We're not live or anything, so uh, no worries, no, no pressure at all. Cool. <laughs> Ken just wanted to give the gift of life, but here's the thing: it's all anonymous. So couples who receive the sperm, they don't know who the donor is. The donor who gives the sperm, they don't know which couples receives it, and they don't actually know if it was received at all. So we asked Ken if he ever called up you know, the hospital or the community centre or wherever it is that you go and asked if his donations resulted in any children. I'd actually rung, rung up the, the clinic two years after I donated and said, look, you know, have, have there been any success? Um, and they said, no, unfortunately, there's been nothing. And so, so I just sort of thought, well, that's a bit, bit sad. But anyway, anyway, you just move on. So Ken did move on. His wife and children continued to live what they thought was a pretty normal life, but in 2014, and that's about 20-odd years after originally giving those donations, he gets a phone call from a lady. She said, well, you have um, 11 donor children, and two of them are girls, and nine of them are boys. And she said, how does that make you feel? (laughs) I said, well, um, I'm not a drinking man, but... (laughs) I could probably do with something right now. 
Ken has now gone on to meet four of those 11 biological children. And it turns out the spooky coincidences that I had with my birth father, well, most biological relatives who meet later in life, they experience the exact same thing. Ken, I actually met my biological father for the very first time at the Christmas just gone. So when I was 30. And even though we had nothing to do with each other growing up, different countries, whatever, uh, there were a lot of similarities in our yeah. sort of personality and stuff like that. When what have you discovered about the you know the, the <laughs> has there been any similarities at all? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just um, even uh, things like the the way we um, you know sort of put um, bottles you know tops on bottles and uh, you know rub our feet together when we're laying down and you know the the, the sort of um, um, just the look. Sometimes you know the the old eyebrow raise that seems to be <laughs> <laughs> very common across my sons and myself. So. Yeah, right. Now, Ken, you said you've met um, quite a few, and obviously there's a few that you haven't. Hey, yes. Are there any that have said that they actually don't want to uh, meet you or, or have anything to do with you? Look, it's a bit hard to tell with the um, the way the legislation was running prior to um, you know changing. Uh, was when uh, a number of my the, the seven boys that we're talking about. I were sort of at least notified that I was looking to have some contact and we're not really sure whether they did get the notification or whether they just said, look, I'm not interested at this stage. So so there's a possibility that some of those seven were in that category. Hey, Ken, how do your, your current children feel about finding out they've got all these <laughs> half-brothers and sisters? Oh, they are so, they're so thrilled, so excited. They, they love they love having a bigger family. Will they be excited um, when the will gets extended by eleven? <laughs> Ken was first tracked down by a girl named Chloe Allworthy. She's one of his biological daughters, whose mother was a recipient of one of his sperm donations. And not only is it intense for Ken finding out about all of these biological children, his biological children are now also meeting each other. And imagine learning that you have eleven half brothers and sisters floating around. So this is Chloe and Robert who are both biological children of Ken, talking about when they met each other for the first time. I'd gone on this search looking for my biological father, but I'd found so much more than that. And at that point, I thought, this, this isn't, you know, even the beginning. I want to find all my siblings as well. We met on the Geelong foreshore. She was a lot shorter than I imagined, but... She was very friendly, very friendly, really nice girl. I saw a lot of similarities between us. We, we shared the same pale skin, <laughs> but he has beautiful blue eyes, which I, I missed out on. <laughs> so very jealous of that. Chloe sings in a band and she couldn't believe it when she met another half-brother, Nathan, and they had heaps of similarities as well. Yeah, yeah, well, I sing in a band. That was kind of the craziest thing. I went straight to Mum and I went, you never, you'll never believe... Um, what my newfound sister does, you know. Uh, she sings the band also. Um, and you know, we all just lost our minds. And then there's Melissa. Knowing that I had all this family out there, like, it, it's good to know, you know, I have these people. Like, it, it's overwhelming, as Ken says. It's just a big thing. Maybe it's time for a group hug. Yeah. <laughs> A few years ago, and I must admit I'd, I'd had a couple of scotches on this day, but it was a few years ago I myself actually started looking up sperm donation websites. Uh, because my parents weren't able to conceive naturally, I guess I felt like a bit of empathy for couples in similar situations. And like, I, I don't know if this makes sense, but at the time I thought it was my way of 
paying it forward or something like that. I don't know. But anyway, it made sense to me at the time. But I was telling Ken, as well as my co-hosts Xavier and Heidi, about this. And there was one really strange and shocking part of the process. And I was looking at this website here in Perth, and I just... I've never laughed so hard in my life because there was this, there were these same sex couple, two ladies, and they yeah. said, obviously, you know, neither of us produce sperm. Yeah. And so this is the process and blah, blah, blah. And at the bottom of the, the website, it says, by the way, you don't get to have a threesome with the ladies. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, who's going, who's like, oh, I know, I've got a great idea. I'll pretend that I want to be a sperm donor, but what my real end game is, I want to up with That is so girls. funny. Ken's story is pretty incredible. And mostly positive, except for this one thing. There's this one other heartbreaking motivation for Ken to find the remaining of his biological children who are out there somewhere. Out there, somewhere, are more members of this growing family. You have seven more sons out there. Yes. In the late 20s. Yes. And they could be watching this. Yes. What would you say to them? Um, Sorry. Um, I suppose um, that I'd really love to meet with them. I don't want to, you know, feel as though they're being forced, but I'd really love to make some form of contact so they know who I am and you know I also um, would like to let them know about my health as well and where that sits look the last four years I've been diagnosed with um, symptoms of Parkinson's there are a number of other medical issues that uh, have a strong hereditary basis and and uh, they're starting to show up in, in some of our children now. So, you know, for them to be in their 20s and, and 30s, um, they they need to be aware of, of um, those medical issues so that they can actually take good care of themselves and, and seek the appropriate treatment. Knowing that, it would be such a mix of emotions to find someone. For Ken, that genuine excitement of meeting a biological child you didn't know existed, but on the other side, the dread of having to have that conversation and share that news. And I guess for the child, it'd be one of the most exciting moments of your life, this great moment that you've probably always dreamed of, whether it's you know, really in the forefront or maybe just something in the back of your mind, but this moment where you finally get to find out who you are, you finally meet that final piece of the puzzle. And it's this moment you've been dreaming about for your whole life. And then you hear this potentially awful, life-changing news at the same time. It's a really, really tough situation. Now, in commercial radio, you only get a few minutes to interview someone. But, I don't know, just when I sort of put all the pieces to this together, it, it was really important for me to tell Ken just how impressed I was that he was still continuing on to look for the other children and and let them know what they needed to know. I think it's very brave for you to, yeah. to put your hand up and, and make those calls. I'm guessing, it, you know, whilst it's exciting to learn about your, your history and stuff, it is a, a pretty tricky conversation. Mm. And the fact that you're willing to have mm. that with these people, like I said, I yeah. think it's, it's quite brave. Thanks, for, thanks for, for that. I really appreciate your interest. It was great for Ken to take our call. And I don't know about you listening to this podcast now, but 
for all the people I've spoken to, Ken just seems like a really impressive guy, right? So I just want to say thank you to Ken for not only just being a legend, but also for being a part of this episode. Also, uh, a quick shout out and great job to Channel 7 and Sunday Nights, the television program. We spoke to Ken as well, obviously, but a fair chunk of the audio from this episode is from their story. So full credit to the journalist Steve Pinnells and his team as well. I'll put a link to their full story in the bio of this episode. Big thank you to Brody Green, who mixed the audio for this episode, Tom Wood for the original music, and thank you, yes, you, you listening to this episode of Life of Ryan. I really appreciate you downloading the episodes each week. It does mean a lot to me. And to finish this episode, this is Ken with both the children that he raised and also his newly found biological children. They're all getting together to take one big family photo. We'll chat to you next week. All right, look a bit more excited. All right. <laughs> On the count of three, one, two, three. Family!